Hello everyone, welcome to the Hyderabad Hiccup. I'm Krithar Jha. I'm Saurav Sengupta. And today we are in conversation with Mr. Saurav Mukherjee, a celebrated wildlife photographer based out of Hyderabad. Yes, and surprisingly, and this is what I got to know very recently, he's just into photography for like the past three or four years, professionally. Right. He must be doing it, like developing his craft and all that. All Jazz. this while, yeah. But uh, he's uh, professionally into it just three, four years, and you don't you don't seem to notice that when you check out his portfolio. Yeah, because his his Instagram handle is lovely to follow. Yeah, and uh, you know if you like cute dog and cat pictures, it's a real extension from there. Huge extension from there. Kutat. Yeah, but really fun, really, really interesting pictures. Sometimes they're scary. Yeah, uh, but mostly they're really nice, hmm. uh, and. Uh, well, we got to learn in this podcast that there are flamingos in Hyderabad, aren't and there? Lots of other birds. Yeah. Who have who have very weird eating habits too. Yeah. Most of which we'll probably only see through his Instagram handle, but yeah. it was fun to talk to him nonetheless. And he's also an uh, award-winning photographer, uh, featured in, I think, Nagio's list and also in a lot of Russian wildlife photography lists of the year. You'll uh, He'll just mention it. Yeah, we, 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 didn't, we didn't really keep track of all the things, but yeah. you we had to know his yeah. uh, photography yes. and it was lovely to talk to him. And the best part is he's also going to launch an internship of sorts under him soon, pretty soon. I mean, this was too... So we, we spoke to him about two months ago. Yeah. Uh, and we'll probably link everything in the description. Uh, so please reach out to him. It should be a great initiative. Yeah, if you're in Hyderabad and yeah. starting out in wildlife photography, reach out to great him for resource. everything. Yeah. 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 All right, so let's listen to what he has to say. So, sir, uh, I would uh, just start out with a very general question, uh, and that would be, how do you see photography as a medium of expression, primarily? Okay. So, photography is an art. So the thing is how you want to represent that matters. For me, if you can represent a very generic thing in a totally different way, which we normally see every day, just like a fruit man is selling his fruits. So we normally go there and purchase the fruit. Nobody ever thinks how it can be represented with the help of photography so that not only for making it photogenic but he can get the exposure as well so, and beside of that so many other things so many normal things are there which is around us we can make it representing in some different way okay so you can have uh, representations across yeah. all uh, socio-economic uh, yeah I mean, photography can just yeah. cut through all of those. And of course, primarily, sir, you're a wildlife photographer and you do a lot of wildlife photography. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, I'm curious to know how you came to wildlife photography and why you chose that over other forms of photography. Okay. So I'm in this field from around last seven or eight years. Right. So, uh, firstly, photography has so many options. Just like uh, if you visit some historical places, you have a lot of opportunity to, to take the photographs. But which attracted me most is nothing still. If you go to wildlife, you have very less chance to take a very good
good photograph because you never know when that particular animal say animal or bird or a particular insect maybe for a second or less than that it will give you a pose and that is your time okay there, so that time you have to take the photograph okay. so that thing attracts me most it is challenging because if you go to a mountain it is today it is there after one year it is there and you can take 100 photos of that and you can reject 90 take 10 but wildlife that is different so in wildlife photography Sarah and this is what I've always been I've always wondered so when you're taking portraits of human beings you're looking out for emotions yeah. animals necessarily do not emote with their uh, face not as much as we a human being does maybe so what does a wildlife photographer what is he looking out for okay when he looks at a butterfly a lion or a bird so there are two main things number one is eye contact okay the animals should look at you then it is going to be considered a good photo or the other thing is it should have some action a simple example a kingfisher is sitting on a tree it doesn't make that much attractive if a kingfisher has a fish on his beak that makes a huge difference okay so you're trying to capture that moment exactly not just a kingfisher sitting on the back of the yeah tree. if a tiger is simple walking that is fine it is walking you have the opportunity to take 10 photo but it is killing or it is jumping on its prey that is a different moment and okay. if you can capture that, that is valuable. So in wildlife photography, as I, I mean, what I've understood is you're looking forward to situations. Exactly. Right? So maybe uh, you have to wait for four to five hours for a photograph, just like one bird, it get into its nest. So it will come out. When it will come out, that time you have to capture it. Okay, maybe because of for certain reason because that particular bird may behave something different when it comes out so you have no other choice you have to sit there yeah. for that so to get the the you know these kind of uh, pictures where the animals are in action or something's happening yeah. what is do you have to do like physically arduous things like you have to wait for a long time somewhere or go to like camp out uh, so here a little bit study is required which i believe maybe right few people will say that it comes with the experience or yeah. something but yeah. if you study the behavior of particular animal then it would be helpful i'm giving you two examples here one is all of you knows hyena yeah okay so the other wild elements just like lion, tiger, they choke the throat of animals, then it kills and starts eating. But the attitude of hyena is as soon as it able to fell the animal down, it starts eating. The animal, is, the prey is still alive, but hyena is eating. So in most beautiful sorts, I, I shouldn't say beautiful, the animal is still raised its head and from the backside hyena is eating it's still so alive. eye of both the prey and the predator okay that is a awesome photograph from wildlife perspective yeah okay i mean it's as real as it gets exactly kind of yeah. put my point uh, puts my point to the, to the ground that 
you don't have enough drama maybe in the animal world yeah. where you actually do right and uh, another example it's a tragedy but nonetheless there is drama yeah yeah you yeah, please go ahead yeah another example is we everyone we must saw this part green beetle okay. green beetle is a very common bird here in hyderabad so the normal attitude of this bird is when it captures a prey the next thing it does that it toss it up and put it inside the mouth so that is the moment what you have to capture oh, but okay. if it is again the problem is it tosses you captured the photo but if the eye is not in focus then obviously it's less value so those are the subtleties exactly that are involved in capturing right. the moment so also just uh, curious because you said you know this is a common type of bird in hyderabad what are like some really unexpected animals that you can see in hyderabad but you won't think that they're in hyderabad like can photograph in hyderabad but you yeah. just don't know okay so one is flamingos are there okay there flamingos are very less in numbers and the distance is like huge from where you are supposed to stand and they take the photo so there is a place called annasagar okay right so normally flamingos comes right but everything is depending on the weather just like what is going to be the height of the water in that particular lake if it goes beyond the knee level of flamingos then they don't prefer to come down to that water right because of their food habit they normally put their mouth in the water so if you have the idea of these small small things then it will help you because what happens normally flamingos keep their mouth within the mud or water for around 1 minute then obviously it picks up so that is the moment you have to capture so looking out for those moments is what a wildlife photographer does exactly so sir i would like to just re- go back a few steps and just ask you that you said you started out 7 years ago but yeah. when did you actually start out when did you actually think that you would like to uh, do photography as even a hobby huh. just like everything starts out probably there and uh, what made you start out what was your inspiration and who did you look up to okay. if there was someone so my inspiration truly is my father in law about this initially uh, when i went with him in some places that time i was not really sure that uh, i'm going to be a photographer that time he takes photos and explains me each of the photos because he knows the technical things like anything okay so he explains yeah, me that this is the thing mm-hmm. this is the setup because he was from film when film was there so he normally takes a photo and notes down what is the setting right now we have digital camera we can waste thousands of photos doesn't matter yeah. but that time the situation was different so he is rock solid in those things so he explains all those then slowly slowly i went to ajanta caves i started taking the photos of those cave paintings the challenge that time i faced is low light in low light how you can take the photos so that is the all these are practical ground experience then obviously slowly slowly i took the photo of few birds then i thought that it is much more challenging to come to the wildlife then i came to wildlife photography and started sending my photos in national geographic and i got the recognition from them appreciation from them so 
uh, when you say recognition appreciation was it in the form of an award sir uh award means there is no practical such kind of certificate or memento like okay. but i came in top 25 photographers Oh, okay. then featured in yeah okay featured photographer of national geographic then most popular photographer okay so wow, this great. kind of things uh that's nice that's interesting yeah. and even there is now a few other international russian competition i if you see my instagram profile most of my photographs are butterflies macros yeah so i came top 50 photographers of the world in macro Okay. Out of okay. around five thousand photographers. Wow. And in top ten in Hyderabad. Okay, that's wonderful. That's really good. Uh, which kind of gets me to my next question, and it's it'll be a little more generic. Maybe uh, uh, we would like to know a little more about what the how the Indian uh, photography space is, how the industry is like, and uh, please like start. You can just start around over there and just come back to even Hyderabad. Uh, how's the how's okay. how the local scene is like and okay so photography has different areas just like event photography street photography wildlife photography within wildlife we can consider macro or it's a different one we can consider then few others are also there so in india comparing to other countries or comparing to us and uk the wildlife wise scope is very less okay and you mean scope to do this thing full time that's what you mean yeah if you want to take wildlife photography as your full time career or if you are planning to earn by selling your wildlife photographs here in india that is bit challenging i'm not saying that it is impossible obviously not but you have to figure out new opportunities new options you have to always be creative hmm. okay creative means it's <clears throat> obviously not that you are manipulating your images okay because in wildlife it is not going it is not allowed at any moment okay to manipulate yeah if something distracts your subject yeah you simply can ignore that image don't try to publish it somewhere but don't manipulate be, be because this is the age of filters and what not exactly yeah. even i saw that there is a tree branch people don't bother to remove that as well because using lightroom photoshop it is very easy but, but you have a test like that. those can be tested yes obviously and sometime it can be avoidable as well okay obvious yeah. but you have to be strict to yourself you have to be genuine to yourself that i'm not going to do this because ultimate success is what you have captured yeah obviously few other people may have some other opinion but yeah. according to me whatever you have captured if the people appraise for that then only it is a success for you yeah so i mean of course there is manipulation which shouldn't be done but in terms of like post processing like how much of a picture is just at that moment when you click it and then when you come back and you open it and you know how much of it happens after the photograph is taken or is it okay yeah so in wildlife photography was 
one thing I want to mention that post processing manipulation it is obviously allowed in event photography because without that it yeah. doesn't make any value right. so except wildlife everywhere it is allowed okay, so okay. Uh, don't right. take it that way right but wildlife wise post processing you can adjust the co contrast hue saturation all these things and you can increase the clarity a little bit but don't remove it is my request don't remove anything from your photo how you have captured it just try to show because it may have may not be good for few people but it may good for others that it is like this this is the normal habitat where the these birds or these animals normally lives so we can get that idea as well okay yeah. that's interesting so sir uh, what are the kind of institutions that you have uh, in india are both uh, from the perspective of like schools and academies which teach photography or even peer institutions you know like clubs and hmm. uh, galleries for that matter what, so what are the kind of institutions that an amateur are there i mean are there any institutions where an amateur photographer with just an interest with, hmm. without even a camera can probably just go and test things out uh, for himself so instead of institutions institutions are there which can teach you the basics of your camera settings because what i prefer is instead of spending 6 months on the basic settings if someone can teach you because it's a first life so if you can teach you the same thing on 7 days obviously go for that because that person has a bird's eye view yeah it will exactly. have much faster than him okay. but regarding the portrait photography or event photography to understand the light understand the background all these things it is better to attend the workshops hmm okay and in hyderabad you have them in hyderabad yes lot of photography workshops. photography workshops normally happens okay would you like to recommend uh someone you know yeah or, uh, after this in, mm, conversation i can give you some reference okay but sure sure officially sure. i can yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 sure we'll just probably just list them out and sure. we'll get to you we'll uh, get the information yeah. to you somehow yeah uh, so these are the things yeah and for wildlife photography i always preferred to go to a trip with a knowledgeable trainer okay so he can guide you hmm. not only how to take the photos because it is challenging you have only one second as i said and maybe the tiger or lion is in shed so how to take in that situation because the conditions are not in 80% time it is not in your favor when you go for wildlife photography but you have to change it to your favor so what are the steps so only some very knowledgeable wildlife photographers can teach you that or guide you not teach you so if you're trying to get into wildlife photography it's always better to intern uh, with some person yeah. who's had some amount of experience exactly yeah so that's all about like avenues for amateur photography in hyderabad uh, just also curious what a career graph for a photographer would look like you know in hyderabad or india in general okay so as uh, we have differentiated the photography in few things yeah. like event photography yes. street photography so event photography has a very good career here in india but obviously you should have some very good references for that street photography wise and food photography wise 
again you have to connect few of the leading journals of india and they can take your photos or obviously you can sell your photos in different restaurants and all those that could be one option but truly speaking wildlife wise the chance in india is bit less comparing to other fields of photography but is it growing do you think it's growing only selling the photographs are truly not growing okay how the africa uh, photographers in africa basically they are from us or uk how they are utilizing they have their permanent clients to sell their photos so normally they take the photos 2 hours in the morning 2 hours at the evening some when the lights condition is in your favor and throughout the rest of the day they are processing and sending it to client they are again selling it to somewhere else so you you should it's a institute oh you have middleman even in the photography industry yes exactly okay who who goes around collecting things and then sells exactly it. so if we can have that sort of an ecosystem we, do we have it in india no 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 so if we if we can have that sort of a thing yeah it would be nice i think we that, that would be lack but here in india it's mostly you can take the phot- wildlife photography as your passion okay because lots of salon comp- which are photography competitions are happens around 300 competitions in one year okay Thank so you. you can participate there and that is one good thing to judge your photos where you are belonging if you get some good recognition some international salons are also there so if you get any reward just like any medal or any ribbon then you can realize that yeah people are liking my images that means i'm going on a right direction okay because there is in photography it's not like that this is a good photograph this is a bad photograph because it depends it's art it's yes how you perceive normally it. what i have observed if you take a photo of a black bird specifically just like cormorants that photos out of india most people doesn't like okay instead of that if you have a very colorful and bright butterfly yeah they likes that most but maybe this butterfly i can take every day but that cormorant i got i worked hard to get a single frame but doesn't make any sense but it will work in india you mean it may necessarily necessarily not work outside mm, india indian market it is Difficult really unpredictable okay you don't know when a certain set of people will see maybe they like it and maybe other set of people doesn't like okay yeah but for us and it's a normal behavior but i have observed in my last 5 6 years i was also wondering whether we have any local wildlife magazines so for example you had night geo and stuff like that do we have any some uh, any do you have any do we have any local wildlife ma- magazines where who kind of scout photographers out and yeah actually place their product a few not specifically in hyderabad i'm aware of mm-hmm. but few magazines are in west bengal they normally this these are normally travel magazines hmm. but in that travel magazine they keep some places for wildlife photography and just like kazirana forest 
when they are putting a news or article on that Kaziranga forest, they'll look for some rhinos photos. Okay. So this kind of. Okay. So it depends upon the situation. When there is a demand, there is a value. So uh, right. and and we I have uh, so so I was just wondering wildlife photo wildlife photography uh, in some certain sense also raises uh, environmental awareness. Obviously, uh, do you think so? Uh, yeah, obviously. So when like you to, are uh, in wildlife photography, obviously there is some dependency comes or some responsibilities comes on you. At least in the summer, put a bowl of water on your roof so that the birds can drink that. That is the minimum request from, for all the people. And rest of, beside of that, try to, clip, uh, try to clean the forests. Don't cut the trees. Okay. Okay. I just have one last question. Do you have any more questions? I think I'm I'm done with mine. Sorry. Uh, this was funnily enough. I was actually discussing this with you. How will a parent know that their kid is probably has an eye or a knack for photography? Okay. So first thing is, when before sunrise you are going for wildlife photography, if your son or daughter are very keen to come with you and want to follow you. Maybe not very good, but take some photos, stays with you throughout that five to six hour span without disturbing you. He has a temperament. He has a temperament, obviously. But you have to help him or her grow with that. You have to guide them throughout the time and it may increase. Okay. So, uh... Actually, sir, you would, you said you would like to plug something in uh, that you were holding some sort of a program where you would uh, take in photographers yeah. under your wing and uh, recently, work with them. And... Recently, uh, my institute is Saurabh's Photography. Okay. So, recently I have launched two photography courses. That is, one is basic photography, which is basically for kids up to the level age of 15. And oh, another nice. one is advanced photography, so where the critical topics uh, I want to cover about the photography. So everyone has some view, but my target is to take it to the next level. Okay. To oh, the people should get benefited. It's not like I'm learning this technical things only, but it's not opening my view. So opening the view as well as try to utilize your equipments very easily, very effectively. That is the target. And it also includes some trips where practical okay. uh, situations or practical things I'm going to explain. Wow. And I hope it yeah. grows hope and becomes well. like, yeah. yeah. And I hope that you can just host an, your own gallery, you know, with your students work and, you know. Yeah, just like basically, basically like a showcase, like a dance academy yeah, yeah. or a, a yeah, music yeah. academy does. That'll be really nice. That'll be very, very nice. So, so that's it from us, I guess. I think I don't have any more yeah. questions. Uh, please uh, check out Sir's uh, Instagram portfolio. Yes, uh, it's sort of Mukherjee. With, okay. That's M W O K H E R J E E and S O U R A V. S O U R A V, um, and it'll obviously be in the description as well. 
um and uh, we'll uh, further link uh, a little more details about his institute and uh, maybe in, in the description too yes so you can look at that you can look at that contact info maybe uh, and and yeah. that's about it uh, thank you so much for being on the show harav yeah. uh, and that's all from us uh, talk to you later guys bye bye bye